Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Donnie Jester. So glad that you could tune in today. I want to be doing a series this month on the rapture of the church. And uh, if you get your Bibles, we're going to start out in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, beginning with verse 13. And while you're going to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13, if you would like to become a partner with this ministry, you will see the address on the screen. Also, there's, there will be information and show you how to text to give. If you would like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do that as well. So if you have your Bible, let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. The Apostle Paul writes and said, But I would not have you to be ignorant or uneducated. Brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will, go, will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain Unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent or precede them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And then verse 18 says this, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. You see, I really believe in God's timetable. And you hear very little about what I'm about to teach. But I believe in God's timetable. The rapture is the next great event on God's horizon. Uh, the only scripture that I can tell you and the only prophecy, I should say, that I can bring to your attention that fulfills uh, all prophecies concerning the rapture taking place would be Jerusalem becoming a nation, I think May 14th, 1948, I believe it is. It could be 45. I'm, I'm not sure on the date. But anyway, Israel became a nation. And uh, so we know that there's some things that have to happen before the Lord comes back at the end of the Great Tribulation period. But there is no warning for the rapture of the church. I, I want to go over this with you a little bit, you know, uh, just to bring to your attention. Uh, verse 13, he said, I would not have you to be ignorant or uneducated, brother, concerning them which are asleep, those that, that have already died and went on. Uh, that's with the Lord. He said that you sorrow not. See, it's amazing. I, I can't begin to think how in the world, I mean, I do know that it's been so many years, how people handle deaths of loved one without the comfort of the Lord. And uh, that happened to me when my mother passed away back in 1981. So I'm sure there was somebody praying for me. That's the only way I could have got through it. But Paul is saying, we understand. We have a better picture. 
at looking at the eternal, knowing that when a loved one dies in Jesus, their body is asleep, but their soul and spirit uh, is indestructible and eternal. Uh, that's, that's the thing we have to understand. The moment a person dies, their soul and their spirit immediately goes to heaven. No layovers. Now the body goes back to dust. It will one day be saved. It will one day come out from the grave and be reunited with the spirit. And we will have a glorified body. The Bible said in 1 John, uh, I think it's chapter 3, that we shall see him as he is because we shall be like him. We'll have a glorified body. And... Uh, before we really get into this teaching, because it's going to take a little time and I don't have much time, so I'm going to try to just go slow with it. You are a spirit. You possess a soul. And because of that, that is eternal. Your will, your emotions, your intellect, all of that is wrapped up all together in one unit. And your body Everything is affected there. You know, you have some teachings that say, well, you know, uh, you sin in your, in your body, but, or your flesh, but you don't sin in your spirit. No, it's, it's a whole package deal. Spirit, soul, and body. You say, well, I didn't think the soul went, you know, uh, to heaven. Well, it does. Because when you, when you begin to look, even in Luke chapter 16, when the rich man died and went to hell, he was able to think, he was able to make conversation with Abraham. Uh, Lazarus, the beggar that had died, was in paradise and he was able to see him. And uh, able to begin to converse back and forth, knowing that he was in a place of torment. So there's a scripture I understand, I think it's in Ezekiel, I think it's 18 and 30, the, the soul that sinneth shall die. What you have to understand is it, it means separation from God. It doesn't mean a physical death. It means separation from God. So the soul that sins and the second death is, the first death is a physical death when your heart stops beating and when your spirit leaves this body and your soul leaves with it. But the second death that God's talking about is total separation from God. That's the death that you don't want to die. But what I want you to see is that God is coming back for people. And even though your loved ones have gone on before you and they, they died in Jesus, they slept in Jesus, the body is asleep. We do not teach soul sleep. We teach the body's asleep. The body returns to dust, but then when the trump of God sounds, the dead in Christ shall rise first. In other words, that means that they will precede us. We cannot leave this earth in a rapture, being caught up out of here until the dead get up, the dead in Christ. And I, I'm going to say a little things, and I hope you can, can continue to tune in with us on this month's teaching on the rapture because I'm going to give you little bits and pieces to think about, hopefully to drop some nuggets to you. 
There's seven raptures spoken of in the Bible. So if you're sitting there watching this program and you'd like to write them down, number one, the rapture of Enoch. Enoch was raptured out. God was pleased with the lifestyle he lived. And so he took him. And then we have the rapture of Elijah. And then we have the rapture of Jesus. And then we have the rapture of the church. And then we have the rapture of the 144,000 Jews. And then we have the rapture, that's in the middle of tribulation. Then we have the rapture of the two witnesses in Revelation 11. And then the, revel and then the rapture of the tribulation martyrs. That's at the end of the great tribulation period. Now, for the sake of time, I'm just dropping this stuff to you. But let me go where you're at right now. You say, well, I don't know about all that. I understand that. All you need to know is, are you in Christ? Are you saved? Are you born again? Do you know Jesus as your Savior? Because if you are saved, if the trump of God sounds, you're going in the rapture. So if you don't know Jesus, right now is a good time to say, Jesus, I give you my life. I give you my heart. I turn from my sin. And I'm asking you to come into my life. I make you Lord today. I want to know more about you. I want to know who you are. If you've done that right now, then walk in that and tell somebody you did it. Please tune in next week and we'll get into this a little bit more, hopefully to make some sense to you. God bless you and thank you for watching.